Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Allegation of collusion with the MPP, sorry, members of parliament, and then the government at large. And I think some of the people lost their primaries because of those allegations. So I think the NDC is willing to capture power in 2024. And what they have to do is to put their house in order, make sure that internal grievances are properly uh, listened to and addressed in a manner that is swift so that these people wouldn't see the need to resort to the media. So maybe today they are using the media. The next day you don't know what they're going to do. And, and once even John Mahama is able to win 2024 and not have majority of seats in parliament, it will be very difficult for him to prosecute uh, government business. So I think coll- uh, collectively, they will have to uh, augment and, and equip internal resolution uh, committees and let them be very swift in responding to the needs of people who complain. They shouldn't say anybody's not small. Sorry, no one is small in the party. I say when it comes to election matters, especially with the parliamentary, it just starts past the post. One a vote, a difference. Can, can, sorry, one vote can make a difference. And indeed, so I think they, are, they, they should they should listen to them, 
find a way to address those grievances as swift as they can so that they can rally support and get everyone on board and move forward. Uh, and you make the point about one vote can make a difference. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Alibisidu, who heads the uh, political science department at the University of Ghana. One vote made a difference uh, in uh, K2 North constituency, uh, where we just heard a short while ago from the Deputy uh, General Secretary of the party that uh, after recount, we produced a runoff. The party has now intervened and has declared Adam Agbana the winner. Uh, thankfully, Adam Agbana joins us on the line right now. Mr. Agbana, thanks for your time here on, on Top Story. Thank you, and good evening to all our cherished uh, listeners. We'll hear from you pretty shortly in detail. Please stay with me for a second. We'll congratulate you on your uh, just, uh, uh, you know, being declared and confirmed success uh, by the party. Uh, first, we have details of other stories making the headlines tonight. This is Newsnight, live on Joy, 99.7 FM and affiliates across Ghana's region, 16 regions, and formal probe by the Office of the Special Prosecutor into the work of the Interministerial Committee on Illegal Mining underway as Professor Kwabnafrim Pombwatin provides evidence that will pave way for further probe. Also tonight, Attorney General criticizes judges for giving lenient sentences and bail conditions to illegal miners as he pushes for illegal mining to become a non-bailable offense. The practice whereby bill is granted on very lenient terms, clearly unwarranted. Immediately the bill is granted, um, the perpetrators of the offence go back to illegal mining. The Supreme Court held that every offence is bailable. Yeah. I find that, with all respect, very much of a challenge. Also, 22 out of the 50 suspected illegal miners on trial in the eastern region have absconded due to the bill regime. Details plus an update on mine collapse in the eastern region has claimed seven lives so far. We need to get the proper equipment and find out if truly only 10 people were trapped. Unfortunately, if there is somebody down there, the person can never be alive because the, the situation down here is very, very, very terrible. Also tonight, local authorities scrambling to the aid of Cantu DA Primary School, where it is emerging that teachers are forced to teach under humiliating conditions. In today's edition of Ghana Schools of Shame, we introduce to you the concept of writing in the air in the absence of blackboards. With this our condition, it's very difficult because, assuming it was, I was having all the facilities, I wouldn't have been struggling as I'm struggling. And much later in the bulletin, the death of another Ghanaian high-life legend, Kweju Akwabwa. That and more in tonight's edition of Newsnight. Plus, the very latest, the Functional Executive Committee of the NDC has just declared Edem Agbana winner of the K2 North elections. Indeed, and that's, let's start with that. This is just uh, developing in the last few minutes. So we've just been speaking to the Deputy General Secretary on Top Story who confirmed that, Mustafa Gbande. You recall, uh, whilst we were covering this extensively on, on uh, Saturday, uh, first we heard that Edem Agbana had won this by single vote, and then there was a recount, and then the Electoral Commission declared a runoff that generated a lot of controversy uh the uh, functional executive committee from what we now understand have met uh, both at the Magbana and the the other uh, contender in the race and they've settled now declaring Adam Magbana a winner of that particular contest as i introduced him earlier he joins us adam now i can say congratulations properly are in order <laughs> thank you so much my brother and let me say good evening uh again to our listeners and, and tell me, uh, what's the feeling now? Um, this was this was too close to call, and then they say you had to go into a runoff. 
Now, the function executives have settled this. Give me the reaction. Well, um, each of us entered into a contest um, as um, an aspirant in the contest. I've always known there was a very, very competitive election. And from the results that we, we had, clearly, it was even more competitive that, than we imagined. Now, we have been declared winners. We have always believed that we won the election, but um, for some little challenges that led to the current impasse, we are grateful to the special committee of, of, of the National Executive Committee for um, their ability to bring to a closure all the issues surrounding the declaration of the results. Uh, rather than jubilating, I would wish to use the opportunity to call on all stakeholders, all my team members and the team members of the other candidates to uh, come together and, and let's work for um, for victory in 2024. Because uh, if out of 1,261 people who voted, um, I gathered 360 votes to win, it tells you the weight of responsibility that lies ahead. And so, yes, I am excited. Yes, I'm happy I've won the election. But again, uh, I'm not oblivious to the fact that there's a lot of work to be done uh, to help President Mahama get the 85% minimum vote that I promised the good people of Ketunov when I was campaigning. Have you managed to speak to your key contender uh, who was declared, uh, you and the two of you, it was declared that there was a tie. Have you spoken to him at all? Yes, um, he was He was in a meeting with his lawyers. Uh, and so we met. We met at the meeting. And so all of us were there when the, the verdict was, was delivered. And so I, I believe that um, we work together. I will still go ahead and extend an olive um, uh, branch to him. I will invite him on board so that together we work to, for, for, for Ketunov. You definitely cannot underestimate under his... Uh, his strength because yes, he lost by just a vote. So I, I think that we as a people will do a lot of work to unite and work for a better Ketunov. It is time for us to come together and put the interests of the party ahead of us. The weight of responsibility that, that, that is on me as a candidate is very heavy and I certainly can't carry it alone. I will need the support of everyone, including those who contested including the campaign teams of uh, all the other candidates, all the constituency and regional executives, and everybody else must be involved in, in, in helping us retain the seat for the NDC with the 85% margin, a victory margin that we, we promised the people when we were campaigning. The Deputy General Secretary says uh, in, in this meeting also, the National Chairman directed that you also render an apology for some words you had uttered shortly after this became controversial i did yes i and i accepted it i rendered the apology i was given seven days but right after the announcement by the general secretary i took advantage of the presence of some media houses uh there and i publicly apologized to all those who were affected by some utterances that i made um, we all recognize that in the heat of the moment you know how competitive and the kind of tension that surrounded the elections. I said certain things that the party considered uh, not 
not good enough and I accepted responsibility and apologize. And and I think that that is also a hallmark of, of great leaders. You recognize when you err and you make the apologies and, 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 and not, not repeat those things again. So I apologize already, but I can use your platform again to apologize to all the executives that were affected by some of my utterances, whether the regional or constituency executives. Like I said after the meeting, we all need to come together and work together to build the curtain of that we want. We need to do a lot to get all the votes that we can for His Excellency John Dramani Mahama to uh, become President of the Republic of Ghana in 2025. Mm. Thank you very much, Adam Agbana. Adam Agbana was the uh, former Deputy National Youth Organizer of the NDC and won that elections initially. There was a recount. It turned out to be a tie, which became very controversial. That matter had now been resolved. He's been declared winner of that particular contest. Still here on Newsnight on Joy 99.7 FM. Ever visited a shop, picked a whole basket of provisions, toiletries, and very essential things you need, battled a long queue to finally pay, only to be told... You can't pay to a merchant's number. The way that thing they pay, eh? But with Vodafone Cash, there is no problem. Now, on Vodafone Cash, you can pay all merchants on all networks. Easy peasy. And you're straight. And you're direct. And you're sharp. From your Vodafone Cash wallet to any merchant's number on other networks. So, whether you are buying provisions or fuel, medication or food, whatever the service or need, just pay conveniently from Vodafone Cash to any merchant's number. Simply dial star 110 hash to make payment to Merchants on other networks today. Vodafone. Wouldn't you prefer an apartment hotel? One that offers the utmost convenience of a boutique hotel while offering the idyllic comfort of your own private home. Oasis Park Residences offers luxury studios, one, two, and three bedrooms, both for short and long-term rental at competitive rates. A sky swimming pool, gourmet outdoor restaurant, and a fully equipped gym rest on a breathtaking rooftop with panoramic views of the city. Oasis Park Residences, located at Shiaoshi Tetekwashi, 10 minutes from the international airport, is the ideal place for all your accommodation needs. Why don't you give us a call on 020-4343-009 or visit our website at oasisparkresidences.com to make your reservations. Oasis Park Residences, more than a home. is Nanama McBrown. Many people think I get what I want anytime because I am popular. <laughs> no, that is not true. It is because me and Kasano, I like the best and when I find it, I stick to it. I have found Bell Pack Tea Roll and I'm stuck with it. It is soft but not weak, strong but not hard. It is just perfect. Bell Pack Tea Roll is smooth and gentle on the skin. Same as Bell Pack Kitchen Towel. It cleans in one wipe. You can soak, squeeze, and clean again. One Bell Pack Kitchen Towel lasts longer and saves you money. It's time you switch to Bell Pack today and experience the perfect paper tissue, Saiye pocket tissue, table napkins, tea roll, and a kitchen towel. Bell Pack is simply the best. Bell Pack, just perfect. To be a Bell Pack distributor, call 055 Another quality product from Bell Aqua. I feel so good like Bell Pack. 
It's a live your news night. It's on Joy 99.7 FM. Now, the Office of the Special Prosecutor is set to open a formal probe into content of the Professor Kwabnafrim Pombwating report on illegal mining. Well, the former Environment, Science and Technology Minister, who also served as the chairman of the Interministerial Committee on Illegal Mining, today provided more details on his expose when he appeared before investigators at the Office of the Special Prosecutor. There's more in this news desk report. On April 20, a leaked report compiled by Professor Frimpong Boateng had the former minister name some top government officials as being complicit in the illegal mining menace. My report was not to indict anybody, but just to tell the one who asked me to write the report, the problems that we face and what I think should be done. It may not be a perfect report, but I stand by everything that I, I wrote. You know, everybody, every Ghanaian is committed. We should show our commitment in the way we act. And eventually, the final analysis, the state of the water body, the state of the forest, and all these things will tell us whether we are committed or not. We can say anything, we can investigate anything we want, but in the final analysis, we have to look at what is happening on the ground, and then uh, we can take our own decisions. In the report, the renowned heart surgeon indicated that the rot goes as high as the seat of government, the Jubilee House. Professor Vimpon-Barton stressed that the allegation of some 500 mason excavators seized from illegal miners in 2020 were fabrications of some persons in government to get him sacked. Following the claim, there were calls from a session of the Ghanaian Society for the state security agencies to look into the report. Subsequently, President Kufado asked the Ghana Police Service to probe the matter. Today, before the investigators of the special prosecutor, Professor Frimpong Barton provided response to activities and expenditure of the dissolved interministerial committee on illegal mining related to the seizure and management of excavators, machinery, road vehicles, and gold nuggets. But Attorney General and Minister for Justice, Godfrey Damon, says the content of Professor Barton's report does not tell the whole story. I would indicate that, or it suggests that it is not the full perspective of issues that were addressed by the respected professor. Mm. And it's just his view on certain matters. And it has been put through the processes. I understand that there are some petitions as such and um, um, social procedures office. That is the process that we He, however, insists the work of the Interministerial Committee helped in addressing the damage to the environment caused by mining firm Imperial Heritage. I think Interministerial Committee on Illegal Mining has succeeded in seizing the equipment of heritage in prayer. For me, it lies foul in the mouth of any person to um, criticize the actions of uh, the IMCM. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. At that time, the hypocrisy will be manifest when you take account of the fact that after I had made an application to the High Court, just on hearing um, the discussion on Joy FM, unfortunately the High Court had appealed the application after a lot of arguments and all that. Then those who were actually berating the government for incurring such judgment date started questioning why the attorney has succeeded in getting the judgment set aside. And I feel that was really without basis and if or nothing at all, we ought to be, to be commended. Well, let's bring in Elton Broby, our presidential affairs correspondent, monitoring events at the office of the special prosecutor, joining us via phone uh, with further updates on today's investigations. Elton, what have you been able to pick up from the OSB? Right, so wait before, information I've got it, and I'm still digging, uh, suggests that the interrogation lasted for about an hour and 45 minutes. What I'm picking is that this was just to set the tone for further interrogation on the matters that are before the Office of the Special Prosecutor. Same matters that were, you know, given to Professor Fimpovati to prepare to appear before the committee today. So at 10 a.m., he was there with his lawyers. And then my information is that after an hour and close to 45 minutes, they brought today's proceedings to an end. with well, the hope that they will continue to engage in more. So today was to set the tone for what is to come and to uh, get him to provide all the information that the special prosecutor requires to enable them to come to a decision. But what I'm picking, even though it yet to be confirmed, is that at some point during the interrogation, the officers were in a dilemma as to prefer charges against the professor, charges that may have led to his former, uh, uh, if you like, uh, arrest and caution, but that did not happen. That is what I'm picking, and that after this back and forth, Professor Professor Barton was discharged with the hope that would be called upon to assist the committee in their investigation. My information is that they did not go into content of the report that he submitted to the office of the chief of staff, but he made it clear to them that he did not leak the report to the leader. Indeed. He submitted the report 
there are only two people or two officers that officially get that report to the Office of the Chief of Staff and the CID, that's the uh, Department of the Ghana Police Service, and that the CID or the Chief of Staff Office could have been uh, the reason why the report is happening. The, the, the only reason why it's out there speaking to is that some people tried to distort some facts in the report, but that was not the issue before them today. Today, they started with the issue of the work that the committee did, uh, the reference that was made to him to prepare and appear before it, including the seizure of the excavators, the gold nuggets that the claim is that, you know, could not be accounted for, and that the committee should be able to provide information about the, the whereabouts of the, of the gold nuggets. Also, expenditure regarding the entire operation, these were some of the things that they requested of him. But today being the foundation stage, they are hoping to engage him more on subsequent real issues regarding the work of the committee and then hopefully come to the report that he submitted. According to him, uh, from what I'm saying, uh, the report is submitted to the chief of staff and also to the CID because it's also being interrogated by the police administration. Okay. But Elton, do we know when next uh, Professor Frimpon Boatin will be appearing before the OSP for further investigations to continue, like you've been saying? It is unclear for now. My information is that they've told him that uh, he should stand in readiness to be called upon any time to appear before the the, the OSP. And are they looking at other personalities involved in this to be invited to by the OSP? Already we've been told that all they needed today was to have him confirm officially before them that he authored this report, which has become a, a major you know, media, uh, media scrutiny. And he did so today, even before doing that, my information and for my, my checks with the OSP, uh, you know, pointed me to the fact that they have actually uh, lined up tall list of people that they'll be inviting to assist in the investigation. Already, a former secretary of this committee uh, is already uh, in court under the auspices of the OSP, and there's been a back and forth as to when he will be appear before, because already, according to them, the, the process is already ongoing. They are only getting into other areas because of the report that's already in circulation. Okay. That's Presidential Affairs Correspondent Elton Brobe with details from the OSP. You're still listening to News Night on Joy 99.7 FM. Tonight, local authorities in the Wild West District are now scrambling to provide much-needed support as a dedicated teacher, Matilda Dosola, in Cantu DA Primary School faces an extraordinary challenge in their quest to educate students after a devastating incident where strong winds swept away the chalkboard she had purchased for her classroom. The soulless frustration gave birth to innovation, air writing. She gestures through the air while her diligent pupils meticulously transcribe the invisible lessons before them. Shortly, we'll hear from some local actors on what help they can provide. First, here is Jojo Cobbiner's latest report on Ghana's schools of shame from the Cantu DA Primary School. Strong winds and heavy rains pulled down a madhouse structure that served as a classroom in Cantu, a community in Wild West District of the Upper West Region. The chalkboards were also destroyed. About three classes were forced to relocate under a tree. So the teacher in Primary 2, Matilda Dosela, tried to get another chalkboard, but that one was also carried away by another strong wind. Frustrated, she organized a PTA meeting. 
but the parents are yet to raise enough funds to buy plywood for the chalkboards. There was a time we met, we called for PTA. So they raised some small amount. But looking at it, it will not reach all the classrooms. And it's not each person that removed the money, it's the whole community. So we are still appealing to add more so that we can get some plywood in, so that we'll be managing for the meantime. Matilda has started something called air writing. This simply means gesturing in the air for pupils to write. To write the letter A, slant the number one to the left and extend another number to the right. Now, join the two lines horizontally. This is our A. A, B, enter. Enter. Writing in the air for pupils to write is not only stressful, but also ineffective. With this, our condition is very difficult because assuming it was, I was having all the facilities, I wouldn't have been struggling as I'm struggling. I would have just showed it, there would have been some objects, I would even show that this is this, this is that. And don't it they have my first copy book or the phonetic writing? Nothing, they don't have. They don't have what? They don't have my first copy. There was a time we requested for, like, the parents to come and then, and they said they don't have money. Kweku was unable to write the letter F, but Matilda did not give up on him. Hey, Kweku, Karamanu, and Trofon Ekoa. Numeracy lessons are quite easy. The children learn addition by counting stones. Good. Children without books also write in the sand. Mm -hmm. Number two. It is the reason why the numbers here are also not encouraging. The pupils rather prefer farming to school because of the school environment. One of the children, Asanta, confesses that coming to school is no longer fun because they do not have a school building and enough teachers. During the rainy season, we miss many classes. We cannot study. The teachers don't come to school when it rains, so we are not happy. The headmistress of Kantu DA Primary School says they have been trying to get their pupils motivated. The environment is not welcome. No blackboards. We are sitting in the trees and there are no blackboards for the teachers to, to use and teach. A non-governmental organization in the northern region focused on education, School for Life, organized residents of Kantu to form a club to address the needs of the school. Under its citizen-led actions for educational accountability responsiveness projects in Ghana, members of the club have written letters to the Wild West District Assembly, but so far, nothing has been done. We thought all the time, but there is no development. It seems we only exist to vote. We have problems in this school and our community, but they have not been solved. Next time, we will not vote. Unfortunately, the Wild West District Assembly is cash-trapped. They themselves have seen that um, 
the challenges within the center are numerous. And so uh, what do they, they can't sit aloof mm. and not doing something. The assembly normally budget, like in terms of IGF, to generate about 158,000. Uh, we never got hold of 158,000 within a year. There's a clear link between infrastructure and quality education. The Ghana Education Service knows it all too well. Very, feel very, very bad. Even at times, very difficult for you to visit some of the schools. Well, we have seen the situation. If there had been maybe an individual issue, that one we can do. But the case is not like that. The B performance is lower. Very, very low. In terms of performance. Until government invests heavily in education, the outcome will always be poor in the Wild West District. Jojo Kobna, join us. Well, so that's Jojo Kobna's report. Evans, we've been hoping to get the district chief executive for Wild West, Vida Diorote. Well, earlier she agreed um, to be on the show, uh, but as we speak, we are unable to reach her, but we'll work the lines and get her to give us some answers. In the meantime, though, uh, we have the member of parliament for Wild West, Peter Lanchini Tobu, uh, joining us on the line as well. We are grateful for your time here on Newsnight. I'm sure you know about Cantu DA Primary, do you? Thank you very much. Good evening to you and good evening to your cherished listeners. Cantu is actually a community within the Wild West District. Mm -hmm. And I've been there on several occasions, but I've never visited the school. I just got wink of the fact that the school is poorly equipped and there are several challenges. While I was on a tour to thank the people for voting for me on Saturday to continue to be their member of parliament, I got the information. I think that it is very appropriate if I find space within the next few days to actually personally pay a visit to the school and assess it to see what the challenges are and see whether we can, in collaboration with the district assembly and the district education director, do something about it. Mm. Well, uh, my colleague Jojo Kobner tells me that at least as part of your district assembly, common fund, we know that you've uh, donated some furniture amongst others. But in this particular situation, we are told about air writing, sand writing, and you know stone counting, which is part of the re how they these students are learning. Uh, but since you heard about it, have you been able to reach the DC, those in charge of this, to tell us exactly why the situation is it is um, as it is now in today's Ghana? Well, we all know that education is suffering a lot of challenges under President Nana Akupado's administration to the point that I always recount that 30 years ago when I was in school, I had a chair and I had a table provided by government. Many of the schools do not have furniture. Personally, I have supported the district education directorate with about 400 dual decks to help ameliorate the pain of students who have to lie on the floor to, to, to write or, or learn. I have supported in the provision of some kind of support to renovate some few schools. And I think that I'm still on course. And sometimes when I see these things, I begin to think about this is an institution that is going to produce the future leaders. If they are so demoralized within such an environment, what kind of future are we producing ourselves? It is quite a touchy area. It is quite a very sensitive area. And I think that all of us should begin to talk about it. Education is key. And if the key is the kind of thing that we are producing today, I don't know what kind of, I don't know what door that kind of key can open tomorrow. It's a very serious matter. 
Well, but we also told about a school that is in the area that has been abandoned. I don't know if that has come to your attention. Meanwhile, these students are outside learning when there's a facility that they can be in. Do you know about the situation also? Excuse me, what has been abandoned? A school, a school building, we are told, in this particular area that has been abandoned, completed. Meanwhile, some students are sitting outside learning. I am not well informed about this. I need to cross-check before I can respond to that. Okay, we're grateful then. We'll leave it here and follow up on this particular uh, situation, especially in the Wild West area. And that's uh, the Member of Parliament for Wild West, Peter Lanchini Tobu. Mm. Uh, thankfully, uh, the Wild West uh, District Chief Executive is joining us, uh, Vaida Diorote, uh, is on phone right now. Hello, Vaida. Thanks for your time here on Newsnight. Yes, good evening. And then, uh, uh, I mean, let me ask you about the uh, Kantu DA Primary School. Do you know about the challenges that they've been having to deal with? Hello, Vida Dorote. Hello, hello. Right, can you hear me, madam? Yes. Uh, I say good evening to your cherished listeners. And then uh, I will try to answer your questions. I was, yes, I was I, somewhere, but now I'm uh, good. away from where I'm I asking you about the Kantu mm-hmm. DA Primary School, where we've been okay. reporting the whole day after we okay. visited the place, the uh, tremendous okay. challenges that the... Uh, education officials there, the teachers are dealing with things as basic as a chalkboard they don't have. Has that come to your attention, madam? Um, are you talking about uh, school? Kantu DA Primary. DA Primary School. Yes. Um, and the question, could you please repeat the question for me? The state of that school as we speak. We visited the place. Teachers okay. there don't have stuff as basic as a chalkboard okay. for the children. Has that come to your attention? Okay, that one, uh, I think uh, one time the supervisor made mention of it to me. And then uh, I also, I took the pain to visit the school. I met the head teacher and then some of the, the students and equally saw the, 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 the situation. Then I, I, I told I told the teacher the teachers and then the the pupils that uh, the assembly it was the district assembly that put up the school and it was ripped off. When it was ripped off, uh, they were supported to re-roof the school. And then uh, I think the storm ripped it off again and then the community members also came in to, to do it. So it is like I don't know. The, the rainstorm has been hitting that school, that school building so hard. But uh, the assembly, yes, we are doing something about it. We, we have put it in our plans and then uh, we, are, we, are, we are mobilizing resources to, to actually, uh, uh, you know, there is another uncompleted building. So even if that one building had been rate of several by, by rainstorm, then uh, we are making plans to complete the other uncompleted uh, completed building. And so we are in the process of actually helping the school to, to be a, a good school for the children to stay in LA. In the meantime, they will need a chalkboard uh, for the teachers to use as a learning facilitator. When can you provide that? Because that will, it wouldn't take much for the assembly to find money tomorrow and provide that for the school. 
like I said, I can't give a specific time that uh, we can provide we can uh, uh, provide uh, the blackboards for the for the for the school. But uh, the, the school has they have been benefiting from what we call the captation grant, and then uh, there is yet another grant known as uh, the the Gallo uh, School Grant. So the teachers they can equally use such money to 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 procure these. Uh, little little things for the for the youth in the school. So uh, the head teacher through the city supervisor, I think normally they prepare the space, take it to the education office for vetting. When it is approved, then they can they can uh, use the money to buy some of these items for the teaching and learning in the school. So equally, I will I will uh, take it up to the education director and the district director of education. So that uh, we see how they can quickly approve that money for for, head, for the head teacher to, to use to buy the blackboard for now, and then we we'll work to see to we'll work to to, to re-roof or to complete the the other uncompleted building. I think it is a six unit with, with a fence. So if we are able to, to, to complete it, then the, the the school can be the teachers and the pupils will be using it for their teaching and learning. I mean, madam, we are talking about a chalkboard here, and many will say a chalkboard for six, six classrooms in a place like that won't cost more than 2,000 CDs, even far less than that. Because, in fact, the teacher tells us the community com co contributed to buy some plywood, but they couldn't buy everything. So they've done their, their bit. It won't cost more than 2,000 CDs. The assembly cannot find 2,000 CDs tonight or yourself to provide that for the school children to learn tomorrow? It isn't that, it isn't that the assembly cannot uh, provide that uh, amount for, for the procurement of the blackboard. But the question is, the school, the school grants, the captation grants and the Gallup grants, what, what is the school using, the head teacher using that grant for? Like I said earlier on, it is for um, but my, my, my information is that the and school isn't hasn't, that from the state the school hasn't received money to the school. Yes, the school hasn't received the capitation grant you talk of. And they, they cannot use the money to, to buy chalkboard. How much the plywood cost? They can use they can use the money to buy a number of them. And my, then my the, a carpenter can do it nicely for them to be using. But I mean Madam Diorite, my understanding is that the school, they've not received the capitation grant you talk of. And they should use the grant, and then uh, the assembly will come in. Because, like I said earlier on, you know, there is an assembly that put up the first structure, and it's even complete. So the first structure, if it is given, came in once to support. And then the, rain, the rainstorm came and it off again, it it off again. The community also came in, and so we have seen that once uh, it had been uh, the the, the report had been done all the time. We will work on the 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 Madam Dorite, can you hear me? Madam Dorite, can you hear me? Yes. If you can listen, I, I'm wondering, I hear you say that the school has to use their capitation grant. In the event that the school has not even used the capitation grant to provide blackboards for these children, as a mother, as a DCE, are you not worried about the situation to provide this basic infrastructure for these students? My daughter, I'm not saying uh, I'm, I'm not worried as a mother. That is not the case. I am saying that the matter is being handled by the district assembly. But I am saying that 
in the situation where the assembly, you know, also depend on a uh, common fund, district assembly common fund. And so if they come, we are not getting the common fund to, to use to uh, uh, these basic things for them. I am saying that when the capitation grant is there, for the meantime, they can use it to buy this board uh, and then uh, for use. So that the heavy project that is still there, the uncompleted classroom block, assembly is making plans to complete it. Their blackboard will be uh, constructed on the walls in each class. And they can move in. When will assembly get the money to complete the structure? So I am saying that the, the, the only uh, immediate way we can, we can all help would be the effective teachers should use that grant to buy some black wood and then the carpenter will come in to do it and they will be using it for the meantime. This is what I mean. I'm not saying running away from the problem. Please. We are grateful uh, for your time. That's the, the DCE uh, for Wild West Vida Durote there. And um, at this point, I feel that, Evans, let's just put money together and get this chalkboard. Yes, uh, we, these, should. we should. We should put money students. together and buy a chalkboard for them. And, and Jojo is here. And Jojo, you've been to that community. You brought us that particular report. As we've been talking, many well-wishers individuals are, are ready to do so and in the newsroom we also put our own monies together and send to our regional correspondent who's close and we can provide some relief for these children in the immediate yes 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 i mean many people are, are calling um i have uh, three people who have called so far one from the u.s one that man actually wants to buy them a whiteboard and he wants to make a commitment to give them marker like um constantly he doesn't want a situation whereby the children will not have markers so i'm yet we are yet to i mean receive all these things but definitely we have to do something Im- immediately about it and you could see my i was actually very surprised um, because uh, we have um my first copy book that children can easily learn how to write, but unfortunately, these children aren't able to write writing in the sun, write, and it's it's a disaster. Air writing, air writing, yes. I, that's I have never encountered I that had before. I've never ever seen anything like that in my life. It was it was shocking. But that is that is that is what the children in um, Wild West can't do. DA Primary School, I mean, endure. The DC knows about it. Yes, she's visited the school because she, she knows actually, the problem knows that the, uh, the, the wind swept it away, but says, well, bureaucracy, we're waiting, etc. But in the media, the kids are still writing in the air. Yes, the kids are still looking at their teachers in the air while they just gesture, and then they write. You know and what you know, what, what's interesting is charades. that... One, one... Uh, absolutely. Yeah, charades. Charades, yeah. yeah. The, the, the teacher took, took, took her own money to buy a board, and then... The wind swept, the wind swept away. away. But the first one was already had already been the provided community for. contributed. So it she was frustrated. Yeah. You can feel the frustration. Yeah. Where you get DC takes a salary, right? Mm-hmm. And they're talking about two thousand CDs for a few classes. Buy and play with and and she's not ready to use her own money to do it in the meantime and make a a for her to be reinvested down the line. Um, she's waiting for the bureaucracy to kick in. We can't wait. And so we'll do our contributions and send to the children up there. And so they can get some relief immediately in the classrooms. Uh, thank you very much, Jojo, for that brilliant work. You can find that report to across our many social media platforms and on myjoyonline.com. We have some messages that we can go through. Kofi Seydu says, how can the head teacher use capitation grant to provide chalkboard when the government owes capitation grant for close to four months? And that's the issue that you were raising, uh, that many of these schools have not received um, their capitation grant just yet. Evans, um, this one from Godson in Hohoi says, this is a DC who is only okay 
occupying space. That's what we're doing to this country. And uh, we have another one. Uh, there's a beautiful school in uh, Sakumono Complex. That's this one to which also need maintenance or immediate attention. Anytime I pass by, I cry inside me. Uh, Juju Kobna's attention and the team's attention will be drawn to this as part of our Schools of Shame series. And we have this one also uh, that says, I'm that Evans, how regularly have schools received the capitation grant? If it were an election year, a stretch of road would have been miraculously erected or constructed in less than 24 hours before polls. Oh, God, have mercy. Common chalkboards, not even whiteboards. Jonas Tinkrank sends that one in. And this one also um, comes in. It says, how much is the capitation she's talking about? Maximum 600 Ghana cities for a whole term, which is not even coming. And that's um, one of um, the messages. This one also says she can't give a specific time and she's talking about feeding program. Uh, she's a teacher and I'm sure. Okay, so um, that's uh, your comments there on this and um, uh, many more of your messages um, coming in on this particular um, situation. And um, okay, this one. Uh, okay, well, uh, we, we get it. And, and this one also. People are getting very passionate yes, about very this. Yes, very passionate about, about this particular issue. I'm, I'm also very saddened by it. But many of your messages coming in will keep you updated on this particular situation. Cantu DA uh, would definitely do whatever it takes uh, to ensure that these students who do not continue uh, to watch their teacher right in the air and then they have to reproduce whatever it is that she says. Let's um, do business now and um, Pius Kojobaka joins us with the very latest from the world of business. Hello Pius. IMFA and such a touching story indeed. We all have to commit and contribute our quota to this, yeah. All right, coming up in business, officials of the Ghana Revenue Authority prevented entry into Kotoka International Airport Terminal 3 departure to arrest defaulted taxpayers. Also in this bulletin, unified price petroleum fund and full market margins on prices of petroleum products increased by some significant amount effective today. This is the business news on Newsnight brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business, Ghana Pay and Alliance Life. Straight to our very first story, officials of the Ghana Revenue Authority were today prevented entry into the departure section of the Kutuka International Airport Terminal 3 through arrest about 10 business owners failing to issue VAT invoices. Now the development left the enforcement team of the GRA with no option than to abandon the exercise which was intended to pick up the shops um, shop owners to begin their prosecution processes. Now, according to the head of the team, Joseph Anand, the airport security were demanding prior notice of the action before they could grant the access. He's been speaking to the media after many attempts to get access failed. The issue was that we should have given them prior notice before visiting. But this is a covered operation. Yeah. And covered operations, <laughs> we do not give prior notice. But when you do that, then the aim of the entire exercise is defeated. We well, want to know what you do when nobody is watching you. That is what it means when we talk about test patches. So we went there, but of course, you know, they don't know what we do. We tried to explain to them. And yet they insisted that we should give them proud notice. When you look at Section 82 of the Revenue Administration Act, we have every right at all times to visit anywhere and everywhere. But the issue is that, and when they impede us, it comes with an offense. But of course, since they don't know, and we are also gentlemen, we are professionals, there was no need for us to exercise our power. So they are saying we should give them proud notice. Beginning from today, they know that we have intentions of coming to them. So hopefully, on Thursday, we shall visit them. 
to some other stories, government has assured that it will not compromise on fiscal discipline when the IMF program formally takes off. The IMF board is expected to consider Ghana's program request tomorrow and possibly approve the first tranche disbursement of $600 million. Dr. Mohamed Amin Adam is the Minister of State at the Finance Ministry. Fiscal discipline means you spend within your means. That's what fiscal discipline means. And so... Uh, what it means is that we will not have off-budgetary spending. Yeah, government is committed to that, and we want to uh, make sure as much as possible that we have expenditure controls that are working. The minister has already set up a budget implementation standing committee, uh, which I chair, and that is supposed to ensure that uh, whatever we spend on is approved. And whatever we spend on goes through a very rigorous process of approval so that we can keep uh, we can keep our spending within our budget. Uh, if we will have any spending uh, beyond the budget, that will uh, increase our deficit levels and we may not be able to meet the IMF uh, uh, requirements. Now, Unified Petroleum Fund and full market margins on prices of petroleum products have gone up by some significant amount effective today. This was after the National Petroleum Authority today in a letter directed the various players in the industry to increase the margins. George Yafe has the rest of the story. Before this letter was sent to the various oil marketing companies, bulk oil distributors and other players, any time a liter of petroleum products was purchased by consumers, you paid 47 pesos as Unified Price Petroleum Fund. However, after this directive from the National Petroleum Authority, consumers from this morning were paying 28 pesos more on every liter purchased. Again, when it comes to the full marking margin, consumers were paying 4 pesos as the margin. For May 16, 2023, the margin paid on each liter of petroleum products is nine pesos. The National Petroleum Authority, in a letter seen by Joy Business, claims that the increase in the Unified Price Petroleum Fund is to ensure that freight rate for transporting of petroleum products to the various service stations in the country reflects the current economic conditions. This levy or fund is used by the National Petroleum Authority to keep prices across the country the same, irrespective of the location. The authority also claims that the full market is to ensure that the quality of petroleum products are not sacrificed. Finally, before we go, the Michael Credit Association of Ghana has commended the Bank of Ghana for the robust regulatory support for the tier 4 banking industry. According to the board chairman, William Mufuri, the central bank has brought stability to the industry, enhancing the safety and soundness of the players. He was speaking at the launch of the association's ERP software and member portal designed to meet regulatory minimum requirement. fact, BOG and all those see microcredit as one of the big associations doing very well in the industry. Our challenge was with the data. That is why we asked GIZ to help us to fund this member portal. And therefore, this member portal has been launched today. The idea of member portal is that we were able to get data for our businesses for Bank of Ghana, for Government of Ghana, and for all our stakeholders, both within the country and outside the country. And that's it by way of business here on Newsnight with me, Pius Kujubaka. Back to you, MFA and Evans. 
Thank you very much, Pius. And we're getting ready for Champions League action yeah. in a bit. But um, I have some unfortunate news. Ghanaian high life legend Kweju Akwabwa has died. I'm sure you know him, right? I, I do because of the sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Akwabwa. Yeah. Yeah, the popular high-life musician passed away at the Konfanochi Teaching Hospital in Kumasi in the early hours of today. Well, the announcement of his death was made by his son, Gladstone Akwabwa, also a musician known in contemporary Ghanaian music as Akwabwa, like you've just said. He tweeted or in a Facebook post also shared a, a photo of his father with the caption, R.I.P. Daddy. Richard Kudunyako has more. <laughs> Kwejo Akwabua Sr. was a talented keyboardist and often played with some of Ghana's great musicians. The late Akwabua took inspiration from his father, popularly known as Master Kwabna Kwabua, who was also a musician. He was also a member of the legendary Ghanaian highlife band, Dohiniban Team Barima Band. Kwejo Akwabua is known for his popular song, Arechichere, which he recently remade with his son, Akwabwa Jr. The remake of the song, which was accompanied by a beautifully recorded studio performance, caught the attention of many and enjoyed massive airplay. As a master keyboardist, he played for tons of international and local bands. Prior to his death, he was reported to have been battling with glaucoma, which made him lose his sight. And even in such circumstances, he played live band shows, exhibiting his dexterity and versatility with a keyboard and his unique voice. Great song, legend has fallen. May his soul rest in perfect peace. And that's how we wrap up tonight's edition of News Night. You want to sing that song to take us out? Well, may he rest in peace. Yeah, I never knew that you used to sing in the choir. Did oh, you, no. You did, you did a nice rendition. The sports team, 